welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time, a football podcast that takes a closer look at the beautiful game in India and across the world. Talking about the beautiful game for the next few minutes will be me, Naveen, in the company of Sandeep. Hello. Sandeep, quite a good rundown we have today, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, India played in the last week and... Uh, it's the international week. Too many so, yeah. nations in action for the FIFA Yeah, uh, Unfortunately, we couldn't watch all of them. They were all in you know random times and we were working and... Which is also reason for this delayed podcast, but uh, we apologize for that. But, but one match we did end up watching was India versus Puerto Rico, isn't it? Yes, that was a very interesting match. A 4-1 win for India, what did you yeah, think of it? Uh, first of all, I didn't expect them to win 4-1. I did expect them to do a good showing for themselves, but not a 4-1 win. Although you can argue that you know they came in late, they, had, they missed a flight, came the night before, didn't have a training session, jet lagged. Uh, I think two or three of their, maybe up to four players of their normal starters were not there. Right. So all that may be factoring into it, but uh, all that can be used as an excuse for them or can be used as a reason for India to say how we won 4-1. But there's not but denying the fact that... end of the day, it's 4-1 victory for India, which is a morale boosting win for India. And more than that, I was watching the way they were defending. There is no excuse for defending like that. But uh, before we get into talking more about Puerto Rico's side, one thing that I really noticed this time was since the last time we watched India play in Bangalore during the FIFA World Cup qualifiers, especially against the teams like Oman and Iran, this team has come a long way. The team has improved. Yeah, there is some cohesion in the team. They play as a unit finally. Better as a unit, which Mm -hmm. is understandable because they've been playing a lot more together. Uh, Other than and uh, I, I think Constantine is now only just undone. All the issues that was created by Wim Kormans and the... The lack know, of matches. The lack of matches and the dormant stage that India went through while they were under him. So, Constantine has just unraveled the issues there. He, now he has to go forward, like make the team better. Another thing which I personally noticed was this bunch of players who, who turned up against Puerto, Puerto Rico, never there was a moment where I saw the team drop down even when they were like for those few minutes when they were trailing one uh, like one goal in the initial few minutes of the game it never looked like that this team would struggle they would struggle to cope up with the pace and they would struggle to get back into the game because there was that eagerness to get that one goal back but I thought you personally felt they were a little shaky they were shaky in the initial 20 minutes yeah they were definitely shaky because those initial passes were not coming through and one reason which I think it is because the number of players, the players that play that played against Puerto Rico, close to eight to nine people made their international debut just last year. You hardly have the likes likes of Arnaud Mondol, JJ, and even Sunil Chetri who've been playing at the international stage for quite some time. So these players playing at su- such a huge level and the expectations that come comes along and the pace of the game which is played at an international level is totally different. What what you expect in an I League or an or an ISL. So that's something that I think the players took time to cope up to so that's where you saw saw those initial loose passes coming unnecessary passes coming through loose loose touches giving away position easily and that's where i think puerto rico started off quickly those crisp passes in the initial few minutes and that penalty which they earned in the initial minutes and later on as the game progressed india did look well yeah there are parts of what i agree with what you said i don't think i mean they debuted a year ago and they've played bigger teams than puerto rico to be Completely fair to Puerto Rico. I mean, no disrespect, but I just maybe they just want to like you know the initial was a feeling out process. They didn't worry at the hundred and fourteen, the higher ranked teams. There was a little bit of respect there. So 
just to see how they were playing and then they picked up from there but yeah maybe it's something well, like you said i i personally don't think that uh, international lack of international experience was a huge factor there because most of these players have played internationals especially in the last mm-hmm. few months but uh, be that as it may uh, i still felt puerto rico's defense was absolutely shambolic they they had no understanding they were getting undone by a chipped ball from the side and the the thing is it's very difficult okay it's not very um, the the if you are trying to breach a defense and you are going to go over the defense it's always the best thing is to do is to kick the ball at an angle which is what exactly chetri did he kept flicking the ball over you know chipping it over the defense towards the box from the angle and they were getting the defense was getting undone by simple runs in between the two defenders and there were nobody was tracking him and to be completely fair india strikers are not very tall exactly they were winning a lot of headers they were chesting out a lot of headers there was a, the goal that uh, chetri flicked on For and jj flicked it from the far post like those kind of things are very rare to see in india like when india plays that kind of uh, and moreover the time and the space that that indian strikers got inside the opposition box was yeah, really alarming yeah. but to be fair to puerto rico they hit the post a couple of times uh maybe if that had gone in it would have changed the game but uh, overall i think constantine will be happy with the team's effort it's a win against a higher ranked side he'll be a morale booster win for india they are going into the qualifiers next year and there will not be any matches from in this calendar year anyway they'll be missing out the next uh, international friendly dates that fifa has approved next dates come come in october november and yeah. that is when exactly the indian super league is in its prime action so yeah so that's a peak time in the domestic calendar so yesterday uh, we had a we had a conversation with baichung butia and uh, this is when uh, navin here asked him about if isl was prioritized over the uh, national team and uh, this is what butia had to say not exactly i would say would not put that that's the reason why we had a one month long camp before you know right now the camps are going on and we played in fact we also had a tour of us for the national team so we had prioritized the national team uh, you know to get as maximum exposure and be together so the camp was held the tour of us got cancelled because of the visa issues but we did play for quite a few international matches there was a tour of bhutan as well Puerto Rico came in and the team was together for a very long time so which also compensated you know uh, the two friendlies which they would have missed and uh, in, uh, we also spoke to him a little bit about the proposed you know the three three league system seven month long league system which uh, will help the national team of course and uh, he said his you know a little bit he's in the technical committee for that so he had like a little small thing he also had to say about that and he, and I think what he said in terms about the national team is it makes a lot of sense i think we've we've spoken about this before uh, mandara had spoken about this before to us and uh, anyway uh, we are playing it for you now just uh, have a listen the merger i don't know where this story but i don't think the merger is ever going to happen it's not a merger they're going to make obviously seven month thing is the thing now i wouldn't say merger because merger means i think you got to have some teams coming in now and to now federation is formed a committee to look into you know uh, to look into uh, how this can work out and i mean one of the committee as well uh, what we obviously suggested uh, and we would be putting forward is down the line i think uh, there has to be a relegation and promotion at least if not for few years at least a promotion from i league club to go into isl so there would be a lot of uh, 
sacrifices from ISL to be made, even from IB to be made as well, and even from federation, so so that everybody on on the whole gets into a win-win situation. So we're trying to work out a formula where everybody is in a win-win situation. It's a tough situation, but definitely to have a starting with maybe in few years' time, just the promotion from IB to ISL would be a good idea because uh, then you know a lot of the motivation, investment, and sponsorship also can come down to, if not the sponsorship, at least the investment come, you know, people can invest into IB in second division as well, so that they have a potential to go into ISL. Um, and down the line, in years to come, we'll have to have, I'm not saying immediate, but somewhere down the line, I think it's important to have uh, a relegation and, uh, and a promotion somewhere. I don't know when, but that's something which we've discussed. So, well, that's what Bhutia had to say about be the proposed ISL I-League merger or... Oh, no, no, no merger. Yo, the no, the proposed merger, <laughs> in quotes and... But he has said there is no merger. No, like, there's yes, no yeah. merger. ISL becomes a top tier league and yeah. rest all just follows through. But uh, interesting to know, see, uh, when he said the three, three division, I mean, three division league, uh, and he said promotion should be given from the I-League to the ISL, at least in the beginning, yes, if not, this since... Okay, forget the relegation, which can come in later. But in that case, like we had a discussion yesterday, uh, if the I-League team, which is, let's just say, Division 2, I-League team goes to ISL, uh, I-League 2 team has to come to I-League to fill the gap. That means more and more teams will have to come to I-League 2 to keep the system functioning. And uh, it'll be difficult to get sponsors, but they'll have to do it. But maybe the ISL, which will be the money-churning league, if they can give a cut of their, you know, money, whatever revenue that they're making, a little bit feed it into the I-League and the ISL, then it won't be such a big problem. But again, that is something we'll have to look into. Yeah, especially is, this is the only way I can see it coming. Especially in the I-League 2 system, I think, rather than depending on independent ent entities to enter I-League 2, I think teams that play in the local divisions, be it in Bangalore, Delhi, Bombay, Kolkata, the champions of the elite division in the local that is what I-League 2 is you should get promoted because in the no, past that is what I-League 2 is that is what I-League 2 is supposed to be but, yeah, that, but that, that, that hasn't is, happened that is what I-League 2 is but the fact of the matter is they cannot keep spending money if they are going to play in the National League they cannot keep spending money and not getting anything in return so that's so, where I think Bhutia has come up with an idea saying that you get, you promote one team yeah but then there has to be an equal filler from somewhere else exactly. and there is a because you have to go to the first and second divisions you will have to maintain or reach a certain AFC levels in terms of you know stadiums, in terms of uh, their coaching centers and training facilities. A lot of them don't have. We know the super division teams that play here. They play once a year and then they don't know what they're doing. I mean, they maintain the club, but they can't afford to go to the next level. A lot of the times, a lot of the not just Bangalore, a lot of the other super division teams cannot go and play in the I League Two or get promoted to I League One because they don't have the facilities. So. If you give a cut of the, you know, the topmost league, because they are going to be making the most amount of money. And uh, if they all take an equal cut, I don't know how much, how they are dividing the finances, but maybe some of them should be funneled down to the lower leagues so that they can be at least up to a level self, you know, sustainable. And then if you have, you know, people coming in like the JSW came in or Bharat who came in, although their team is shut down, all those people can come in and if they want a team, fair enough. But otherwise, it's for the other teams to work. Because we need the system to be consistent and working for a long time. You don't see this team, uh, this system functioning purely based on talent. You need uh, no, you need finance. There is no in. system like Premier League works only because of the amount of money that they have, and the other le leagues will struggle. Spanish second, second division, second, the third division is just a 
huge amount of teams playing in there so it's a different kind of system everywhere but they all need money there is no doubt they all need money and because football is not a very a, a sport where you invest and you get a lot of money in return so you probably need somebody to maybe take a little bit of hit in terms of the money that they've been spending and revenue to the lower division i think i think that's a good idea uh, maybe they can come up with another business plan i'm not sure hopefully we'll have like if i am a corporate i'm going to invest in a team i'm going to invest in the top division because i want to make a top division team otherwise i if i do invest in the bottom league for two years at the very least i'll be losing a lot of money so the selling point here is isl is a top you have so many people in the isl who have invested in the teams how many of them are corporate investors are there in the i league and jsw is they've done very well with the team but they are still losing money at least that's what i hear they are not making a profit so how many of how many companies are there who can afford to take a hit financially year in year out this has to be a self sustaining model as you only they say but you know at the end of the day it's all you know dependent on what the what the af of decides yeah. i think that's all we have on the indian segment of injury time this time around moving on with the international segment it's been a week of a world cup qualifier matches yeah and all the continents europe south america concacaf and even in afc quite a, quite a number of inter- interesting matches isn't it yes uh, i was very interested to see spain they beat uh, lichtenstein 8-0 8-0 yes um, before that they had a draw i think against belgium in the friendlies but uh, uh, i've been cribbing on about how spain has been playing the same way but this time it looks like they've changed it a little bit they've got costa back in who's you know for all his madness he's a exceptionally quick player mm-hmm. and a good finisher and they've got costa in who's more direct and pacey so they have changed their way around david silva is playing not on the flanks he's playing a little bit inside so they changed stuff and they've brought in javi martinez is back in the squad i think i don't know if he started but uh, he's back in the squad with the training uh, they've kind of moved away from not totally away like they're kind of evolving into a new system which they have to any which way mm-hmm. pedros playing more cassis uh, has been dropped for the first time yeah. in uh, they have started in the goal no not like that cassis was not called at all yeah yeah so that's the first time it's happened uh, when even when he was fit in i don't know maybe two decades he's represented them through the age groups as well and he was always the first choice keeper there so big changes made there uh, look spain looks good they looks like they they look like a team who can again go into world domination which is uh, like how they did before uh, another team i thought it was interesting was italy although they didn't really you know, set the world alight with their performance as such but, but uh, nevertheless i mean yeah they they are bringing up this young crop of players like there was i felt there was like a little bit of gap between verati and mm. the next the, guy to come now they so finally now they have finally few, so yeah they have got uh, like the milan defender yamangoli and all are coming through so i think mm. uh, not a lot of them have got their international debuts but a few years down the line italy is going to be a very good okay. side but yeah. sam allardyce is england what do you make of it an injury time when up from adam um it's still a work in progress like mm. how much can you expect sam to change with the, the thing is rooney's position is has to be defined as what he is he was started as a player in the hole just behind the striker then he went back then he was just playing wherever he wants to play so we have to like sam allardyce has to figure out what rooney's best position is mm. he's no longer a striker that he was before so and rooney being a player who's always played based on instinct rather than any mm-hmm. uh, you know strict stringent laws on where his positioning should be 
maybe that is something that he has to figure it out but he definitely has a future in the england team i don't i see i read these british newspapers and they are all eager to write out rooney they are all like what, what is rooney doing what is his position he is he is vain rooney he is he the top he is the top goal scorer in the in for england he is just i think he just over to david beckham's caps mm. there's only uh, international caps there's only uh, peter shilton so, some uh, one goalkeeper is ahead of him and he's displayed so much he's won so much he's thought of so highly by every single coach he's ever worked with every one of them has praised rooney so give him time to find a place where he can play stop writing he's just 30 or 31 mm. he okay he's not going to go running like he how he used to because he started at when he was Might 16 might be a much more withdrawn role yeah he started when he was 16 uh-huh. so if you look by the time he's 30 he's had a very very long career yeah, exactly. much longer than most of the people have in the you know top division or at the highest level so give him the give him the benefit of the doubt stop writing him off he okay he can maybe work his way around and play a little bit more withdrawn role little bit more, little bit more passing role and you have the gl- uh, likes of rashford and kane up front who can Yeah, Rashford's oh. not picked up by the England squad. Mm. He was in the under 20s. Under 20s, very uh, got a hat trick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, and again, Rash. This is this is the thing I don't like about British media because they just shoot you into the sky and pull you down. Like Rooney is now uh, not good enough. Rashford is the most amazing striker in the world. Okay, he's done well, but give him like a season. Like everybody had doubts about Harry Kane after the first season. now nobody has a doubt because he's shown in the second season that he can score he right. this is consistent goal scorer so now when he's not getting a goal in the league nobody's asking questions because they know he will deliver come. so same way give rashford time stop writing and saying he's the answer to all your questions he's you wrote about this about townsend they wrote this about uh, uh, who's the other uh, striker that they had in between um I'm forgetting his name, but they, you keep writing saying oh, this guy is going to be the answer. Give him time to prove in the league. Jose Mourinho is not a bad coach, and whatever you say, he's he will give them chances. So he will have to play at a consistent level because he's now riding on a high in terms of form. Maybe if it dips, what happens? So you have to give a lot of like this is just writing the fact that okay he's got a hat trick here. He's answer to United and he's answer to England. Too early to say. to say. He might well be, and he looks a good player, and he most certain, most likely he will be. But stop. That's too much pressure on him. You should like Ross Barkley was dropped. Ross Barkley was played had two great seasons last year. His team had a bad season, but still, Ross Barkley was good at Everton. And now he's dropped. And although Allardyce did say it is hard to drop Barkley, he is going to be the big star in the future. So Barkley is gone for I think two major tournaments now. Right. He's not played at all in the Euro 2016, and he played maybe a little bit in the uh, World Cup uh, one match where they stopped and changed. So that is this is your star player that you thought talked about two major tournaments. He's got one match under his belt or something along those lines. So you can't say anything about anybody unless you start doing it consistently. But the English media has that small issue that they shoot they you into the sky and then pull you down. That tendency which all yeah. the British newspapers have. But another big news coming from the European qualifiers was Kosovo getting their first points, first international match for them, and they drew against Finland. Yeah, good, good, good for them, I suppose. Uh, although a lot of the Kosovan players were not there at that match, sixteen not, more have been given. Yeah, 
Uh, I, but I thought but people like Shakiri or big names are yet to yeah Shakar all would be there but they are not there yeah Zaka Shakiri for that matter Zaka's brother who's mm-hmm. playing playing for Albania I think yeah those guys are yet to get a nod nod yeah for the upcoming matches you hope that those guys will turn up for Kosovo again um I don't know if you are in Switzerland why would you want to go moving away from Europe to South America two big teams. Brazil and Argentina Argentina ended up drawing their match against Venezuela. Well, then again Argentina didn't have strikers. And there was a red card in, involved. Yeah, it's but a, it's a repeated match whenever they take on Venezuela isn't it? Yeah, but for Brazil good match I think that's their first win over Ecuador in Ecuador. Uh, Colombia. So, Colombia? Yeah. They, oh yeah, the, yeah Colombia. No, they played Ecuador also. Ecuador was a friendly and qualifier was uh, No, I was talking about that. Okay. Because they won that in Ecuador which is like, you know, the another uh, defeat. Yeah, it's a very high in mm. terms of altitude, and then I beat them there, so it was a good. And following it up with a comfortable yeah, victory uh, over Colombia in the qualifiers. Yeah, so. Neymar was against. This off late the Colombia Brazil match has been, you know, quite physical, mm. and it was again the similar mold, and they finally did manage to, you know, finally they did manage to beat them. Gabriel Jesus. Yes, uh, Manchester City striker, isn't he? Yeah. Making name when you have the like uh, like of uh, Neymar in there, so. Good signs for Brazil. Who is supposed to be the next Neymar? Mm-hmm. So First big big win for Tite under his belt. Yeah, going yeah. In, going. I mean, I, personally for me, that win against Ecuador was a big big morale booster. Mm-hmm. They never they don't win there, right. and you know it's very difficult to run when the air is so thin, so far you know above sea level. Mm-hmm. So that was a probably gave them the shot in the arm that they really really needed. In Asia, also there have been a number of surprises. Uh, China ho- held Iran for to a nil nil draw. when did you expect that happening china being a team a team a team in progress a team that is developing under their coach and iran being the giants of asian football uh, is carlos kere still there in iran yeah he still carlos coro is still the man- manager of the iranian side and did not expect anderne taimurian came close to giving them the lead but the chinese goalkeeper was up there then sadar azbon who was tipped as the next big player in asia who plays for psv idobin if i'm not wrong again came close but no way there and other matches japan expectedly beating thailand 2-0 and australia beating uae the veteran tim kehil again coming to aussie's rescue how old should he be now 38 39 i have no idea how old he is but whenever he's he plays for us he's like some he's like a somday devarman when he plays davis cup okay in terms of football i guess you can say <laughs> yeah. it's like miroslav klose yeah a different player when you play for the national team yeah so <laughs> somday was sadly missing from this tie against Ab- spain yeah mm. it would be an interesting tie with all the big names coming in yeah i'm so envious of the people in delhi <laughs> i really wanted to go and see if i could cover mm. i think that's all for this episode of injury time when we come next time round it will be the big preview for the afc cup quarter final match oh yeah so um, next week we'll be back on time won't be any delay uh, exactly. hopefully and then yeah. uh, we'll be probably tuesday so tuesday. the day before the quarter and, uh, hopefully we when, when we once we finish the match we can probably provide you with um, you know of anecdote immediately within half an hour of the match you can record and upload i suppose Uh, which is which is a plan that we've been working on to give <laughs> not instant updates but more in terms of you know live matches that we see mm-hmm. we can have a discussion about it immediately mm-hmm. so that things will be very fresh in our minds as well rather than you know write it down and trying to remember with my handwriting and all so um, he has a very beautiful handwriting i should say that yeah better than yours but it's not really, <laughs> but it's not beautiful <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, this match uh, the bfc match how long have you waited for this 
are you asking me like how long have you what what no i have uh, been waiting for this match for a very long time it's uh, like a very dull season <laughs> for football in india and i finally have a match like eagerly waiting for like looking forward to watching a match i am finally i'm looking forward to covering a live match which has not happened in a while yeah it last happened in cricket May. and other <laughs> stuff happening off late uh, not no no football and isl is not there in bangalore so exactly we're not going to get to cover that either but more maybe about you can you get to travel for hopefully a let's see yeah. how it works out this time last time around i had that opportunity this time yeah. around i don't know still in talks but more about the match in the next episode i think that's yeah. all i think we'll have to like figure out a little bit more about tampines rovers not many videos that we have been able mm. to gather from Uh, the internet so far exactly what i what i read about them on the website is they're coming on back of two wins in one in the league and one one in their cup back back home and the likes so, of their their live seasons happening the seasons going on so yes. they'll have a match this weekend and uh, i don't know if they play on the weekends or the weekdays how i don't know how the okay. calendar works yeah. but they're coming on the back of two wins still this is when i saw when i checked their website on last sunday i believe hmm. so if there have been matches post that then yes you need to look at those results also they are likes of Jamin Pennant at the side Billy Mammoth who played for Dempo in mm-hmm. India for for a while and now he's with Rovers so he'll be coming back to Bangalore with the team so that will be another interesting prospect yeah yeah actually don't remember an awful lot about uh, watching him play so um yeah i do i think i, I was yeah. with a dempo then so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was writing for <laughs> dempo at the time i have a pretty good idea of what mammoth can bring in so more about that in the next episode for for this episode i think that's all we have for you all hope you all enjoyed it like always i want to remind you all that we are on facebook and twitter facebook the page is called injury time and on twitter the handle is injury time ind and apart from that our personal handles sandeep the menon and sandy the sandy the menon and peter speaking and i think sandeep the menon is already taken yeah. unfortunate friend unfortunate yeah. so yeah and this description will be and peter speaking yeah always uh yeah he always speaks lot so this will be up on the description also so you can follow us there drop in your suggestions and it's been a good response from you guys and we hope that we hear from you more in the coming episodes till then have a great week and enjoy the game